You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. What an honor, what a privilege it is to serve the living God. All the other gods are idols. They have eyes, but they cannot see. They have hands, but they cannot deliver. But our God is not like that. Hallelujah. Our God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save. He's able to save you to the uttermost. He's able to turn your life around. He's able to change the story of your life. That's the God we serve. We serve a God of miracles. We, got, we serve a God of signs and wonders. Hallelujah. We serve a God who is living. We serve the one that was dead and is alive. Hallelujah. He was killed and he died. But on the third day he came back to life. He rose from the dead. He was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. Hallelujah. That's the one we serve. And if death could not hold him, if death could not defeat him, there's nothing that can defeat him in your life. Do you believe that? Do you agree with that? Hallelujah. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. I just want you to know that he has not changed. Amen. He has not changed. Amen. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Consistently faithful. Amen. Consistently good. Amen. Consistently present. Amen. Consistently strong. Amen. Consistently able. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Able to do the unimaginable. Get ready for the unimaginable. Turn to someone say, neighbor. Get ready for the unimaginable. Get ready for unimaginable wonders. Hallelujah. You know, my wife was sharing with me how the Lord spoke to her and told her to start thanking him. Not just for what he has done that she can see, but to thank her for what he has done that she has not yet asked for. Come on. Amen? Amen? Isn't it interesting? Yeah. There is what you have not asked for that God has done already. You are yet to see it, but it's done. So start thanking him for that. Let's appreciate him. Say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for what you've done that I have not yet asked for. What you've done that I have not yet seen. I'm not yet aware of, of what you've done. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. That is a power. Of, only God can speak like that. How many people know nobody can speak like that? Only God. Says, thank me. Not just for what I have done. It's interesting. When we started praying, when we were praying, was it the first night or the second night? One of the evenings, we were praying here, and she was there, and she came to me and said, Look, the Lord said we should start thanking Him. And we were thanking Him, really. We were thanking Him. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done and all of that. He says, thank me 
for what? How, what was the first one? <laughs> what you are not aware of. Yes. The first one was, thank me for what I have done that you are not aware of. That was that, was that night. He says, thank me for what I have done that you are not aware of. Yes. And then today he says to her, thank me for what I have done that you have not asked. Powerful. Before you ask, he has done it. Is that what the Bible says? It says, before you ask, I have answered. Before you even ask. Before the need comes to your mind. He sees it and he answers it. Before it comes to your mind. For you to even say, Lord, can I, can I have this? Would you do this for me? <laughs> Woo! Jesus. Hallelujah. Only the living God can do things like that. A dead God cannot do that. Hallelujah. There's no ancestor that can do that. (laughs) The the one that sits on the throne. He is the one that can do that. The one that holds the seven stars in his hands. He can do that. Glory to God. Take time. Let's just thank him. Thank him for what he has done that you are not aware of. For what he has done that you have not even asked for. Thank him. My Lord, thank you. We thank you. We appreciate you. Before we ask, you have answered. Yes. Mighty God. Mighty God. Before you ask, we have answered. Before we ask, you have answered. (laughs) Oh, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. Mighty, mighty, mighty. Yes. Yea, Mosukabade. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Yes, Lord, we thank you. Oh my God, Manende Kedosh, Yola Masuraba. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, my Lord, my Lord, and my God, Mondalaba. We thank you, we thank you, we appreciate you. Amen and amen. Glory to God. I want to share with you about unimaginable wonders. Turn to someone and say, unimaginable wonders. Okay. Some years ago, my wife and I were praying one, one night. We were just praying, praying. And as we were praying, she had a vision. She had an a vision in which she saw it's like the heavens open and you know she saw it was there was an inscription you know it was you know this I don't know what they call it um, when there's air show you know when there's an air show and you see the plane is making, is writing in the clouds. Right? You see that? Okay. So she saw something like that. And it was U S and then E. Okay? Right there in the sky. She's looking at it. So it's like U's down. Then, after, after some time, it goes, by the you, unimaginable. 
by the E, uh, by the S, supernatural. By the E, extraordinary. Amen? Then after some time, it scrambled. And then it formed the word use. And then the Lord said, this church is going to be characterized by the unimaginable, the supernatural, and the extraordinary. Come on. Yeah. So, wonders will be the norm in our lives. Unimaginable wonders will be the norm. There are things you've been reading, reading in books, reading in the Bible, <clears throat> read in history, heard about, that you will see with your eyes. You will see with your eyes. Yeah. We're going to see these things manifest. Amen. God is preparing us for an amazing work. God wants to show off. He wants to manifest himself as the God of wonders through us. Amen? And if you consider yourself a part of this vision, then get ready for unimaginable wonders. Amen. I say get ready for unimaginable wonders. Amen. There are things he has already done that our imaginations can't grasp yet. That's why he said, thank me. Start thanking me. The things you don't see, thank me. Hallelujah. So don't be moved by what people say. Okay? Don't be moved by what people say. Sometimes people look at you and they think, they say all kinds of things about you. Don't worry. There's what God has done that they can't see yet. Just keep thanking God. Keep thanking God for what he has done that is not yet visible. Amen. Things are first made in the realm of the spirit before they manifest in the natural. God first made man in his image after his likeness before he formed the body. He made man first. He made man as a spirit being before he put him into the body. Hallelujah. Yeah. So God makes things first. In the spirit. The spiritual realm is where is the mother of the natural realm. Okay? The natural realm was born out of the spiritual realm. This world was born out of the spirit. <laughs> yeah. So what you see today, when you see, you look and see trees, mountains, and seas, rivers, and everything, they came out of the realm of the Spirit. God spoke them and brought them forth. But they were there. That's why you go to heaven, you will still find mountains, you will still find hills, you will find rivers, you will find... You know, Vegetation. Yeah. So they exist in the spirit. Amen? Amen? They exist in the spirit. So don't make any mistake thinking that because you don't see something, there's nothing. That's a carnal way of living. It's worldly people that live like that. You shouldn't. A child of God shouldn't be living and walking by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. Say, so, oh, if I, can't, if I don't see it, then I won't believe it. Who are you fooling? You're fooling yourself. Because there are things you believe that you don't see. Even as a natural person. Have you ever seen Gravity. 
Why do you believe it? Have you seen an atom? Hmm? Have you seen an electron? Isn't it what they showed you in the textbook? Isn't it what they told you? Yeah. Have you seen an amoeba? When did you see it? Where? How? You know? Isn't it, isn't it when they give you microscope and they give you instrument? Then you now say, yeah, this. But before then, didn't you believe when they told you? Why do you believe it? Then when it comes to things of God, you struggle to believe. What kind of contradiction is that? Turn to someone and say, believe God. Do yourself a favor. Believe God. Trust in Him. Amen. Yeah, put our, we put our trust in Him. He is real. He is faithful. He is good. He's never changed. Yeah. So when you look at things and you, 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 don't, you, you, you don't see what you want, the enemy tells you that God has not done nothing. And that's a lie. God is at work. Amen. Amen. Mighty God. All right. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We bless your name. Thank you for your word, which is spirit and is life. As we go into your word, oh, Father, I pray that you will speak through these lips of clay. Oh, my Father. Let your people hear your voice. Let them not just, let not, not just hear my voice. Let them hear you. And let them know that you are the one speaking. And Holy Spirit, bear witness in their spirits. Bear witness in their spirits. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18. In Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18, he says, Here I am, here am I, and the children whom the Lord has given me. <laughs> we are for signs and wonders. Yeah. We are for signs and wonders. What is this NIV positive doing on the screen? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Ah. NIV positive. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. So, here am I and the children whom the Lord has given me. Come on. Somebody say, we are for signs. And wonders. Amen. Amen. We are for signs and wonders. We are for signs and wonders. That's what we are for. So we believe in signs and wonders. You know, we're not chasing after signs and wonders. We don't look for signs. Signs look for us. Glory to God. Yeah. Jesus said in, in our Mark chapter 16, Mark chapter 16, verse 18, or is it 19? It says, he that believes, he says, these signs, rather, these signs shall follow those who believe in me. <laughs> Come on. Signs follow you. Say, signs follow me. Signs follow me. Amen. There are signs that are destined to follow you. Do you, do you get? Amen. Amen. Yeah. 16, 17. Thank you. These signs will follow those who believe. So there are signs that follow those who believe. There are signs that follow those who believe. So it's time for us to get our signs. Yes. 
Amen. It's time for us to get our signs and our wonders. Stop looking for someone who is going to give you wonders. You already have yours. You have yours. Glory to God. Yes. Unimaginable wonders. <laughs> there are unimaginable wonders that God has prepared for us. In Ephesians chapter 2, oh, Ephesians chapter 2, I'm not sure if it's verse 9, where it talks about, or is it 1? Let me check quickly. The things, there are works that he has prepared for us to walk in. Yes? Come on. Hallelujah. So there are things that God has preordained. Oh my goodness. My Lord and my God. The things you are not even aware of. That he has prepared for you. Amen. My Lord and my God. Mighty God. Yes, verse 10. Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in. There are wonders that have been prepared beforehand for you to walk in. There are wonders that you are not aware of that God has prepared and destined for you to be the one to walk in. Do you understand? So that's why you need to thank him for what you do not know that he has done. You need to thank him for what you are not even aware. You need to thank him even for what you have not asked for that he has done. He prepared them beforehand that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. Amen. He has prepared. There are things, there are signs that have been allocated to you. From eternity past. Glory to God. <laughs> From eternity past. Before you were born, they were prepared for you. By the time you were conceived, they were allocated to you. Hallelujah. They were attached to you. They were assigned to you and they are supposed to follow you. Come on. Yeah, they are supposed to follow you. There are signs that are beyond your imagination. You can't even imagine what God has prepared for you to walk in. You can't. If you are told now, sit down and imagine it, you will fall short. Your best will be below what God has prepared. Amen. Glory to God. Now in Exodus chapter 4, you see an amazing account there. Moses is having this fire encounter with the God of wonders. <laughs> the I am. Yes? In chapter 4, when God speaks to him, God started speaking to him from chapter 3. And verse Verse 1 of chapter 4, Moses answered and said, because God has said that he's going to send him to Pharaoh to go and, you know, tell him, let my people go and all of that. You know the story. And, and Moses was hesitant, was hesitant to go, giving all kinds of excuses, creative excuses. You know, sometimes we can, we can be very creative when it comes to excuses. Have you noticed how creative you, you are? Even those of you that say, I'm not creative. But when it's time to give excuses, there's no shortage of creativity. No. 
You, it just flows like a river. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Yeah. So Moses had all kinds of excuses. I, I cannot speak. Ah, you know, who am I? You know, and all of that. Please send someone else. Don't send me. Meanwhile, God has pre-assigned. He has prepared before Moses was conceived that this is what you are going to walk in. These are the signs you are going to perform, Moses. And he's giving some lame excuses that he cannot, he cannot talk. The one that made the mouth says, go. And he says, I will be with your mouth. Go, Moses. I will be with your mouth. Who in the Bible have you heard God say to, I will be with your mouth? He says, I will be with your mouth. And yet, Moses was still stubborn. Excuses upon excuses. So what God decides to do, look at verse 1 of chapter 4. Moses answered and said, but suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say the Lord has not appeared to you. So even to the elders of Israel, Moses had excuses. He didn't only have excuses for going to Pharaoh. He had excuses for going to the elders. Excuses, excuses. Then look at the next verse. So the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? What is that in your hand? What are you holding, Moses? <laughs> and he said, a rod. Okay, let's read on. He said, a rod. And he said, cast it to the ground. God didn't tell him what was going to happen. Do you understand? So, don't expect that when God instructs you, he will always tell you the outcome of the instruction to, in order to motivate you to obey. God doesn't work like that. <laughs> he just instructs you. You obey and then you will see when you obey. So if you want to walk in wonders, you need to learn to obey. And stop using your rational mind to block what God wants to do. What is that in your hand? A rod. Okay. Cast it to the ground. So he cast it to the ground and it became a serpent. Ooh, a snake. Ooh, Moses. I mean, he's been in the wilderness. He's been taking care of sheep in the wilderness. So he knows serpents. And he knows dangerous serpents. All right. So immediately he sees a serpent. He runs away. <laughs> Somebody say signs. Amen. So this is one of this is one of the pre-assigned signs that are supposed to follow Moses. God is just showing him one. So let's read on. Next verse. By the way, do you think Moses could have imagined this? If you were Moses, would you have imagined that this would happen to your rod. It's unimaginable. <laughs> it's unimaginable. You can't imagine that a rod. Where in history have you read prior to Moses that a rod became a serpent? Where have you heard that? A dead stick becomes a living serpent. Moving. It's not film trick. It's not. It's not Nollywood that. Has <laughs> playing games with your eyes. No, this is real. This is real in front of Moses. Then the Lord said to him, "Reach out your hand and take it by the tail." 
Now, first of all, that instruction even sounds unreasonable. But from the tail, God, do you, are you, do you do you understand how dangerous this? This this is a black mamba we're talking about. What? From the tail? Are you sure, Lord? Get it from the tail. <laughs> Please, don't try this at home. <laughs> don't ever try it at home. Okay? The fact that Moses did it does not mean you should try it. <laughs> Even in the zoo, don't try it. <laughs> don't try it in the zoo or wherever. Try to carry a snake from the tail. <laughs> God of wonders. So God is trying to tell Moses, I am the maker of all things. Amen. Amen. I have commanded the serpent. I commanded the rod to become a serpent. And I am commanding that serpent to do something else. Moses, you've seen one wonder. Now, take it from the tail and see the next wonder. (laughs) And he reached out his hand and caught it. And the moment he caught it, it became a rod in his hand. Say unimaginable. <laughs> That's an unimaginable wonder. Where have you seen someone take a snake and then ooh, it transforms into a, a rod? Unimaginable wonders. Hallelujah. My, oh my, I love the Lord. So, God now says that that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. So the elders, Moses, when you get to the elders of, the, of, the, of Israel, demonstrate this to them. Now, remember, at this time, Moses is not with the Israelites. Okay? Moses has been with Jethro at the backside of the wilderness, taking care of sheep. He's taking care of sheep, and the Israelites were in Egypt. In Goshen, right? They were in Goshen, they were, that's where they were. So they didn't even know Moses. So Moses is now going to go to them and says, The Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has appeared to me. And he has appointed me to be your leader. <laughs> so you guys, from now, you submit to me. And you follow me. I'm taking you out of this place. (laughs) So God doesn't give easy instructions. Yeah, those of you that are addicted to easy things, get ready. If you want the unimaginable, get ready for hard instructions. Yeah. He won't be telling you to do what you can imagine. I mean, if, if, if it's what you can imagine, anybody can do it. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so he says to him that um, these, you are going to do this yes. in front of them Amen. to prove to them that I sent you. So you need to do some things to prove to the world We need to do some things to prove to the world that we have been sent by Jesus. That's why we need our unimaginable wonders. 
Hallelujah. It's not, it's not for, about argument. No, no, no. You don't believe. Okay, this is it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And furthermore, verse 6, the Lord said to him, now put your hand in your bosom. <laughs> Imagine. He says, okay, put your hand in your bosom. I do this. You know? And then he says, and obviously he doesn't know the wonder that is about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Glory to God. He puts his hand. And when he took it out, it was leprous, white. Like snow. The serpent, Moses could run away from the serpent. Now, this one, how, what is he going to do? It's his hand. Can he run away from his hand? <laughs> Incredible wonders. Wonders will follow you. Unimaginable wonders will follow you. In the name of Jesus, they will follow you. Hallelujah. Decree that over your life. Let unimaginable wonders fall over your life. Fall upon your life. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Moses. My goodness. A hand becomes leprous. And then he said to him, put it in your bosom again. And he put his hand in his bosom again. And when he drew it out, it was restored. Come on. The God of wonders. Amen. Listen, this was preordained for Moses to work in. Yeah. Just like Ephesians 2.10 says that we as workmanship created the word workmanship means um, creative masterpiece. Yeah. So you are his creative masterpiece. He made you in a very unique way. That's why you are the way you are. It's by design. Turn to someone and say it's by design. It's by design. Don't let the world fool you. No, the world thinks, the world will tell you that if you are not like this, then you are not good, or you are not beautiful, or you are not handsome, or if you are not this height, or if you are not this. It's a lie. It's all a lie. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. 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 A while ago, there was a research that was done, and they were trying to determine what true beauty is. Okay? So they got a group of people in a particular place and they began to like um, tell them certain things. They began to expose them. They exposed them to certain information. Okay? For some time. And then another group, they were, they were not exposed to that information. Alright? After some time, they now, they now came to ask, okay, what do you think beauty is? You know, the group that were being told, that what they found out is that people um, attribute beauty, something as beautiful, based on what the popular um, opinion is. So those that were told that beauty looks like this, you know, it's long since I read it, so I can't remember the full details. The, but those who, those who are like this, these are the beautiful ones. Meanwhile, the other ones that were not toned like that were able to have their own independent um, opinions about beauty. Amen. Are you getting my point? So what, happened, what is happening through popular culture, 
and through uh, uh, media, social media and all of that is that you are be- your brain is being programmed. I'm telling you, they're washing your brain. And some people say you go to church, they'll bro- brainwash you with religion and all of that. The, the biggest brainwashers are, are out there. Everybody's brain is being washed. But it depends on who is washing it. Hallelujah. Yeah. So they've, 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 they've given you an impression that this is what beauty looks like. So when you don't fit in it, you feel ugly. How many people have felt ugly before? Come on. Myself included. Yeah, I mean, we, we have felt ugly before. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. Yeah. But it's all a lie. Hallelujah. Amen. It's all a lie. So you are his creative masterpiece. Come on, turn to someone. Say you are his creative masterpiece. You are created by design. For special wonders. For unimaginable wonders. Yeah. Don't be intimidated. Yeah. It's because you consume a lot of that junk. That's why. You're confused. Yeah. Be careful who is washing your brain. I would rather be washed by the word of God. Amen. Amen. He cleanses his church by the washing of water by the word. Is that not what the Bible tells us? Yeah, Jesus is coming for a church without spot and wrinkle. Yeah, he shall cleanse it. He purifies it with the washing of water by the word. Yeah, you want the world to wash you? They don't even have the ingredient. Amen? So you are his creative masterpiece. You were were created. God sat down, saw you, imagined you in his brain. Hallelujah. And then decided the configuration. He decided the chromosomes that are going to come together. He decided the genes that are going to come together. And he decided your pigmentation. He decided your, you know, your height, everything. He decided, he decided all of that. And he decided and he knew who is going to bring this to pass. And then he selected your parents. And he saw that this gene and this gene and this coming together is going to, is going to birth my dream. That's how you came about. You're not an accident. Hallelujah. You're not an accident. Don't believe that lie. There are no illegitimate children. Every child is legitimately on earth by assignment. The circumstances surrounding conception might, be, might not be that great, but it does not change the assignment. It does not change the calling. Hallelujah. It doesn't. But the world makes us think that if you did not come in this form, then you are not welcome. What a lie. I bind that lie. I pull that lie down in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Some of you enjoy, enjoy Israel Houghton. You enjoy singing his songs. But do you know the story? His mother was raped by a black guy. And he was conceived out of rape. And her, her parents said to her, you need to abort that child. And she said, no, I'm not going to abort him. She ran away. And the, the boy was born. And now we sing, I am a friend of God. 
I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. That would have been aborted. It would have been aborted. So many songs. Blessing the body of Christ. Yeah? So the community says he's illegitimate. God says, He's my chosen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. God doesn't need anybody's permission to use you. He doesn't consult anybody's opinion before he uses you. Hallelujah. So you believe God and just, just ignore whatever the enemy is saying to you. Amen. Yeah. And don't be jealous of anybody. Don't compare yourself to anybody. You are uniquely different. On purpose, God made you like that. So Moses was given wonders. And God said to him, verse 8, it will be that if they do not believe you, nor heed the message of the first sign that they may believe the message of the latter sign. Amen. Hallelujah. So the signs are messages. The wonders are messages. That's why you need your wonders. You need your signs. You need it to start manifesting in your life because it is a message. You are trying to speak without a sign. That's why it's difficult to convince them. That's why they can argue. Because you went without your sign. You went without your wonders. It's time to get your sign back. Hallelujah. That which was ordained. You were prepared before time. God prepared all of this. He prepared the exploits before time. Unimaginable things are supposed to come out of your life. But you have to believe. Amen. My time is gone. Let's, let's bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. We bless your name. Thank you for signs, wonders. I and the children that you have given to me, we are for signs and for wonders. We are for signs and wonders. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I appreciate you for every life, every soul, hmm. everyone in this place. Now, if you are here and you have been, you feel that you have been crushed by the negative opinions of people. They've said things, wicked things, wrong things, bad things about you and it has crushed your spirit. And you've come to the point that you begin to believe those things. Just raise your hand. I will pray for you. Father, I pray for these people right now in the name of Jesus. I break the lies of the enemy. Every lie, every word, every wrong word that has attached, been attached to their souls. Lord God, that has been spoken over their lives. I command, oh Father, to be broken over them. Right now, right now. Let them be washed by your word. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Doesn't matter how many people, Lord God, have declared those things over their lives. I speak your word over them. That they are fearfully and wonderfully made. They are your creative masterpieces. Now release them from every stronghold, every lie of the enemy that has taken root in their hearts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you find yourself, if you find yourself in a situation where you always want to please everybody around, you want to please your friends. You find that, you know, because 
because you are trying to belong. So you find out that you are compromising your values, but you know, you, your friendship is more important than your values. And so because of that, you find that sometimes, you know, when you are with your friends, you, 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 you just conform because you are not strong enough. You don't want to be seen to be different. You don't want, you're, you're not confident in being different. Your confidence is in conforming. Raise your hand. God wants to set you free from that. Thank you. God bless you. I break that right now over your life. God bless you, brother. I break that over your life. And those watching online, I break it over your life as well. I break it over your life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Be free. Jesus has set you free. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. I declare your freedom from the opinions of men. I free you from the opinions of men. In the name of Jesus, I break every opinion of man that has, has begun to control your life. I break it right now. Be free from that. Loose in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to get born again, I want to pray for you. If you raise your hand, I'll pray for you. Anybody, you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I'll pray for you right now. And also those watching online, same applies to you. Just say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that he is Lord. Jesus, come into my heart. I trust you with my life. I trust you. I put my trust in you for salvation. You died for me and you rose on the third day to give me life. I receive your life right now by faith. Jesus, help me. Help me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. I receive a new heart from you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, let me pray for you. Father, I pray for this once. I pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus, I break the power of the enemy. I break the power of sin over their lives. I break every curse over their lives and I release them. I release, oh Father, your kingdom over them. In the name of Jesus, let your kingdom come upon them. I declare the realities of the new creation and they become brand new from this very moment. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let, bless the Lord. God bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.